and this is Danielle Harris, and you are listening to Rock Video Rental. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Rock Video Rental. I am Brandon. With me, as always, is Caleb. Uh, we are continuing on with our Halloween series review, and today we got a doozy for you. Um, it is 2002's Halloween Resurrection. Uh, it's the second one that is directed by Rick Rosenthal. Uh, the plot for this one is three years after he last terrorized his sister, Michael Myers confronts her again before traveling to Haddonfield to deal with the cast and crew of a reality show which is being broadcast from his own his old home. I miss Dr. Loomis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I miss good Halloween movies. (laughs) Uh, I'll come right out and say, like, I enjoy Halloween H2O for what it is. I thought there was a lot of things in that movie that were done right. There was a fair amount that was done wrong. But altogether, it was a decent movie. Yeah. And dude, I didn't realize how few kills were in that one. Yeah, there wasn't very many. I mean, the first Halloween movie, there wasn't very many either. So, you know, I can kind of get down with that. I'm good with it. Yeah, if they do it right, I'm okay with that. So, but yeah, you know, if you got to sacrifice some of the kills to get uh, more suspense, and I'm good with it. But yeah, so Halloween Resurrection, though, um, quick overview. So, Michael, this time, he tracks down Lori, kills her, like, in the first five minutes. <laughs> and it's really uneventful. And it's one of the worst ways to kill off one of the most iconic final girls slash horror movie characters in the history of horror. Yeah. It was <laughs> completely... Kill off Lori Strode in five minutes. There was, it was unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Oh, yeah, for sure. They could have done the whole main plot of this movie without that beginning. Yep, I totally agree. Um, if you guys remember, Michael was decapitated at the end of Halloween H2O. But then we find out that that wasn't Michael. It was a paramedic who had his voice box crushed by Michael. So, like, he couldn't tell Lori, like, hey, I'm not Michael. And he couldn't try to take off his mask. I guess. Yeah, I'll I'll give them props. <laughs> like the concept was not bad for what they were trying to do. But again, at the same, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like there was some uh, stability behind the idea. But then at the same idea or at the same time, it was just like, uh, cause then they fed that into the whole thing where the reason why she died was because she had to check and make sure it was Michael. And yeah. of course then Michael took advantage of that and wound up killing her. And it's just like, no, you, you kill him. And then you find out if it was him, like, come on, you know, right. It's um, been your whole life, Lori. You're, you're smarter than that. It's one of those, eh moments <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't like in a Halloween movie when Michael Myers has the ability to strategize. To yeah. me, Michael Myers is his best when he's like kind of just a killing machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He always had more like ability to formulate plans and stuff more than like Jason. Who's Jason just basically a killing machine. Yeah, I don't mind that Michael like lurks in the shadows and maybe, you know, takes his time. Yeah. A little bit, but yeah, some some of this was just like too much. Yeah, I agree. Like Michael shouldn't have thought about I'm gonna switch clothes with this paramedic. Yeah. And I'm gonna crush his voice box so he can't tell Lori that he's not Michael. And then there's no way, no way, no way. We're we're gonna be stuck on the spaghetti part for like half of this review. Um there's no way that one a single paramedic would go on by themselves. Mm-hmm. But then also, there's no way he would have enough time to kill him, take off his clothes, take off the paramedic's clothes, switch outfits, and then put the mask on him that no other person would have come into the building. Yeah. Because how long would that take? Right? Yeah, I and mean... The whole time, like, the guy wasn't dead. Was he? Did Michael just knock him out, or did he just like pin him down? Uh, he had to. He must have like knocked him out. Or I don't know. Yeah. It. Yeah. It. And and that's the thing too, where I I give them a little bit of ground of saying, you know, they had a decent idea there, but just as far as like an idea, because I agree with you, like that strategy is not the quote unquote Michael Myers that no. we know. No. Um, yeah, just, I don't, the idea of killing Lori off in the first five minutes is just like a slap to the face to the movie before it. Yeah. Why? I mean, Rick Rosenthal was a guy that was much in the way of kind of switching things up and wanting to push things farther because he, you know, he directed Halloween 2. And there was a few things changed on that as well. And there was a few things that John Carpenter wouldn't let him change. You know, he added the whole storyline of Lori being Michael's sister. Boo. Like he really pushed for that, which, you know, love it or hated it, it was Boo. there and it really built the rest of the series. But no, I agree. Like looking back at it, it was creepier to think Michael had no connection at all and that he was just killing at random yeah I, I i feel like he could have still had that concept of Lori's the one that got away yeah and is always obsessed with trying to kill her whether she was his sister or not mm-hmm. so anyways but yeah so Lori gets killed in the same asylum basically a psychiatric facility if you will but now that she's gone, we get to meet our new main characters. <laughs> and one of them's Busta Rhymes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even think of one of his so- uh, songs right now. 
Break your neck. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buster Rhymes. Not only Buster Rhymes, but Karate Buster Rhymes. Kung Fu Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Kung Fu Buster Rhymes. <laughs> uh, we also get a bunch of throwaway characters of teenagers, college students, whatever. Uh, basically, they're all on this internet reality show. Now, this is 2002. Internet was and booming. A little bit before its time, I guess. The storyline, because like the storyline, I don't have anything against. Yeah, they were totally uh, piggybacking off of the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody was at the time. And ironically enough, um, at the time before Blair Witch came out, I believe Halloween was the most successful independent movie of all time. Hmm. And then Blair Witch took it over because the budget was so like small and so many people went and saw that movie. Yeah, never saw it. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I saw it. I think I've only saw it once or twice. I saw it like when it first came out, I rented it. <laughs> but yeah, lots of shaky cam if you're into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this one we get these people showing up for a competition basically on this reality show like a game show almost where it's well, like, yeah like i didn't understand what the goal was it was just like a haunted house experience who can who can stay there the longest i guess i don't know was there prize money or something i think they didn't really then, explain that i don't know well that would have taken more of a plot <laughs> and better <laughs> writing and this movie did not have it. Uh, so Buster Rhymes is like the producer of it. And he's also dressing up like Michael and trying to like scare the people in there. And boost ratings. Yeah. So it's like a reality show, but at the same time, like, you know, people watching it online are expecting to see people get quote unquote killed. But then it becomes like too realistic because like the real Michael shows up and starts offing people. Dun, dun, dun. And I guess, and like, we also get Tyra Banks in this. <laughs> Briefly. Oh, I don't know if, if you're the, if you like Tyra Banks, then whatever. If you don't, whatever. Um, I honestly don't think she's too bad in this movie. She didn't do much though. So yeah, she didn't do, really do that much, but I mean, for not really being an actress I mean, at this time, she was still kind of just a supermodel. I mean, she does like hosting and stuff now. For shows, but I still wouldn't really consider that acting. Mm. Um, so now, like, Michael's running around the house just off at a bunch of people, and then we get like Freddie, who is Busta Rhymes, has to like take him out. And I don't know this movie. It's really, it's really kind of pointless, honestly. Yeah, there's really not much in the way of like characters that you can connect with. Buster Rhymes is, I would say, probably the main character because we get to spend the most time with him. 
no, the the main one they were trying to go with that Sarah Moyer, I think. Yeah. But you know, like they just didn't really develop it for you to connect with her. So. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Dude, I never even like named the cast in this. Like, this is how it just scattered this movie is, I guess. <laughs> I guess I give some of the cast. You mentioned that Sarah, she was played by Bianca Kajilch? Kajish? I don't know. Uh, Buster Rhymes is Freddy. We got uh, Tyra Banks as Nora. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strode for five minutes. Uh, Brad Laurie plays Michael Myers this time. Uh, we got Sean Patrick Thomas as Rudy. Daisy McCracken, which I can't believe is a real name, as Donna. Uh, Katie Sackoff in kind of an early role as Jen. Um, Luke Kirby as Jim. Thomas Ian Nicholas, a.k.a. Henry Rowengartner from Rookie of the Year, a.k.a. Kev from American Pie as Bill. <laughs> Ryan Merriman as Miles Barton. Yeah. Yep. I thought that Thomas Ian Nicholas would have a bigger role in this because he's one of the more recognizable people. Because this is right around the time that like American Pie came out, and American Pie was a huge movie. Yeah, it was interesting because they didn't really. I. I maybe they did it deliberately that they were trying to focus on everybody. Maybe, and like he wasn't even around for that long. Yeah. No, he wasn't. So, because I think by this time, like American Pie 2 was also out. Hmm. And I mean, that was a big movie as well. Yeah, American Pie 2 came out in 2001. Who knows? I thought, honestly, he would have a bigger role. And I, I remember him being in this, but I forgot like how little he was around and i think this is maybe the second or third time i've watched this movie oh wow yeah it might be one of my last times Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so did you notice how like michael's looks changed drastically during the movie yes again so he has like a popped collar in the whole movie and I'm like why is he walking around like a Chad <laughs> with his popped collar and like at one point he has an afro yes and then like later on in the movie he has like spiked up hair where it looks like he put a bunch of gel in it <laughs> like some mid 2000s college frat boy oh man well dude uh, do you want to you were just talking about uh, how he's walking and everything do you want to know how I thought this movie was going to go, especially at the beginning when they were kind of showing like the, uh, the hall and everything. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought they were going to return to uh crap. Which one was it? Halloween. Five, four, no, five, <laughs> five was the one, um, the curse of Michael Myers, wasn't it? Yeah. And the cult. I thought that's the, Halloween six. Okay. Halloween five is the revenge of Michael Myers. Oh, dang it. Okay. 
I'll get better with this, I swear. Dude, um, they all run together. <laughs> I thought the cult was going to bring him back to life. Ugh. Because when it said the resurrection and they started showing that hallway, I thought it was the hallway that the cult like was mm-hmm. staged in. So I was like, oh my gosh. So they're essentially going to say that the cult got Michael Myers' body and they're going to bring him back to life and all this other stuff. And... While that sounds insane and goes back to one of my least favorite installments of this series, I feel like it would have been had more potential than this. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give him credit. Like, I thought, I thought the concept was there, but then the execution, and I think especially the way that they set it up at the beginning with uh, what they did with Lori, just totally whacked it out. Yeah. I agree. Uh, we didn't even talk about the ridiculously stupid ending. Well, there's so, just so much ridiculousness to cover. Oh my gosh, yes. So we get a face-off between Michael and Buster Rhymes. And Buster Rhymes busts out his kung fu <laughs> and does like a bunch of kicks and punches and stuff. And we get one of the worst lines ever in a horror movie and I'm going to say it exactly how it is in a movie. So like he's kicking up himself and Michael gets like pinned in this house. that's on fire. And he Buster arrives, looks at him and says, trick or treat motherfucker. <laughs> and then there's like, Oh, he, you know, gives him a, like one last kick and then he leaves and then, like Michael burns up in the house. Oh man. So bad. I thought, so see, yeah, like Buster Rhymes' character was kind of like supposedly he died earlier and then he came back to kick Michael's butt, which I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming because you know Buster Rhymes was like involved in this and being like, oh, I got to be the last guy. Um, I got to take out Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if it's going to be somebody, it's going to be me. Um, But yeah, it just... I should have seen that coming. And it was just, there was so much of it. And that was the thing too, is just like, there were so few deaths, but then they spaced them out so much where, okay, as I said, I can understand sometimes Michael taking his time a little bit, but this house was so small. It should not have taken that long for him to kill this many people. Yeah. Seriously. Like how did they not like see him instantly? It's not a very big house. How do you not hear him? (laughs) <laughs> in an old, rundown, rickety house. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, there's a fair amount of kills in this, I guess. There's 11 of them. More than last time. Yeah. There's a dude named Franklin that gets decapitated. Um, and then there's Willie. He gets his throat slashed. Uh, Lori gets stabbed in the back and then she gets dropped off the roof of the building. Disrespectful. Charlie, the camera dude, gets stabbed with a a tripod. Which nobody cares about him. Yeah, like, they introduce the character, kill him off. It's like Friday the 13th Part (laughs) 5. Let's introduce the character, five minutes later he gets killed. Um, Bill gets stabbed in the head. Uh, Donna gets impaled on a pole. Jenna slash Jen gets decapitated. That one was kind of cool. 
<laughs> where you know he swipes at her with the butcher knife and her head falls off and then rolls down the stairs <laughs> which i don't think you could you have to be so incredibly ridiculously strong to be able to cut somebody's head off with a butcher knife in one swing oh yeah um jim gets a skull crushed uh like jason Voorhees style uh rudy gets stabbed nora gets hung with a cable off screen and then you like see her hanging there uh and then there's a female nurse that just kind of gets killed yeah there's like no reasoning behind because of course it's a good idea to leave michael myers alone oh yeah for sure oh man i don't really have too much to say about this movie i, I guess i can just get into trivia kind of leave what i what else i got for grades uh so jamie lee curtis hated the idea of a sequel um she felt that laurie had a satisfying ending in a previous film I agree um, with that. she initially refused to be in it until she ultimately ultimately agreed to do her part only under the condition that she's killed off in the beginning so she doesn't have to peer in another <laughs> <laughs> which this just makes me like jb lee curtis even more yeah because <laughs> i don't know if you've like seen any of the stuff that but i don't know like how well you know like jb lee curtis just outside of movies like in interviews and stuff but she's very like she seems like a very down-to-earth person for like you know how famous she is mm-hmm. and i mean that makes me like her but then like the fact that she hated this movie so much and then agreed to do it just so they could kill her character off and wouldn't have a reason to ever bring her back <laughs> so that raises the question did were they originally planning to kill her or was her demand what kind of set that in motion um that's a good question <laughs> I didn't see anything about that. I think it probably they were originally going to have her, you know, again reprise her role like in H two O, but she just refused until they let her just be killed off. Yeah. So John Carpenter said that this movie made him cringe, and Jamie Lee Curtis is noted for saying it was a joke. <laughs> uh, so there were several endings shot for the film, and the director wanted different endings sent to different theaters like the movie clue um but the studio disagreed so they didn't go with it so miramax wanted to continue the series by creating a whole new story that had nothing to do with michael myers um but there was a poll throughout fan websites that proved that fans wanted michael again oh my gosh okay you might have more trivia but i want to jump in and say this mm-hmm. i, I if if I'm saying something from a future movie, don't don't tell me. Because while it did not make sense for Friday the 13th, I feel like it would make so much sense for this series if they had done one with a copycat killer. Yeah. I feel like that would make more sense and that that could have been kind of cool where all of a sudden it's just like, oh my gosh, I cut off his head. How is Michael Myers still alive? And then and it it's Josh Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> or the little girl or whatever it was. Oh yeah, Danielle Harris. Yeah. So uh, no, I just feel like that could have had some uh leverage behind it and been interesting and maybe been more intriguing to um 
uh, to be done and that maybe um jamie lee curtis would have gone behind that concept but anyways sorry i that popped in my head keep going with the trivia yeah um so bianca whatever her last name is the character of sarah um the actress actually wasn't really able to scream okay so they had to like dub in all of her screams i feel like that would lead to not getting the role right (laughs) (laughs) especially when you got someone at the beginning of the movie of jamie lee curtis who has a very iconic scream yeah you know she was she was like the first woman to be dubbed a scream queen because she did so many horror movies earlier in her career where she played similar characters like like prom night and um terror train terror train's an interesting movie we might have to check that one out sometime i think you might enjoy that rock it's pretty similar to halloween well, I feel um, like if you have to get your scream dubbed over, that you have to be pretty darn good in all the other areas. Yeah, and she's pretty forgettable. Yeah, no offense, she was. I thought that for a little bit there that she was going to be the uh, niece or whatever because mm-hmm. when she screamed and the glass broke, I was just like, oh, is there some kind of like special thing going on with her? No, <laughs> no. They just were dumb and decided to throw that in there and for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. So the movie poster for this movie, um, if you compare this poster to Halloween H2O, they use the exact same picture of Jamie Lee Curtis. And my only guess is that she would probably refuse to take another picture. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is funny because at age 2 she had a short haircut and then this movie she had long hair yeah but, so actors brent chapman and kyle labine uh, they both have small roles in this movie um, they also appear in freddy versus jason making them the only actors to be in a halloween friday 13th and nightmare on elm street movie huh um so a sequel titled Halloween Retribution was planned and involved Josh Hartnett reprising his role as John and Lee Brackett seeking revenge for Lori and Annie's deaths. Uh, due to the critical backlash and low box office of this movie um, and the death of Mustafa Akkad, who was the producer of all the movies, uh, they decided to cancel it and go through with Rob Zombie's remake instead. rock was that a good decision Uh, i don't know you have to you won't know until we watch (laughs) i know i was gonna say i don't know yet but i mean i kind of feel like anything may have been better than that because i feel like that would have just gone further downhill yeah um maybe we can retouch on that one next next time and see how you feel (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything about the rob zombie movies i'll let you kind of see what you think of those they're very polarizing. <laughs> but so the last thing I got, uh, this movie cost $13 million and made 37.6. Still making money. Yeah. But not very much in $2,002, especially True. for the how big of a budget. But let's get into grades. 
uh, pulled from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. You want to take a guess at what those are? IMDb 4.2. Close. It's a 4.0. Oh, man. It's ace in it. <laughs> um, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's go 36%. Twelve. Oh, dang! <laughs> That's a critic one. What do you think the audience one is? Uh, forty-two percent. Twenty-five. Dang! I was waiting. Uh, then I guess I'll I'll start with my grade just because I've seen this before, and you're a newbie to it. <laughs> um, I mentioned at the beginning of this that I enjoy Halloween H two O for what it is, and it was one of the first Halloween movies I saw, and I thought they handled it pretty well for us a, a sequel um ignoring the the prior sequels it got it as being you know a sequel to parts one and two and i thought they did a pretty good job you could tell that jamie lee curtis really wanted to make that movie and you know gave her all to it and really it was like a movie of a passion for her, I guess. It was a passion project. Um, I thought it was handled well. Finally got the, it was wrapped up nicely in a bow where, you know, Lori finally gets her revenge and now she can live her life not worrying about Michael being around the corner. And then this movie goes and pisses that away in the first five minutes. <sighs> um, they kill one of the most iconic horror movie characters and probably greatest final girl of all time mm-hmm. <laughs> in five minutes in a rather uneventful way. Uh, it still kind of cracks me up thinking about the reason why they did that is because Jamie Curtis didn't want to be in another one. And lo and behold, she was in another one in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sequel that's coming out later this year. Uh yeah, I think the idea for this movie is interesting. Uh, I The script itself wasn't really fleshed out enough to like make a decent movie. The characters, there's no redeeming characters. There's no one that I care about. Like when they die, I'm just like, oh, I don't even remember who that what that dude's name was and then it's like the only ones i knew their name like was buster rhymes and like i wanted him to die because he was annoying (laughs) Uh, there is one scene that i found kind of comical but at the same time just doesn't really make sense in the context of the series as a whole is a scene where michael shows up and then buster rhymes as freddie shows up and he's where he's like wearing a michael myers outfit and he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm playing Michael Myers. <laughs> and it just cracks me up because like he's wearing a Michael Myers mask and his voice is kind of muffled. And he's like chewing out the real Michael Myers and like telling him to get off the set because he's supposed to be playing him. And like instead of Michael attacking him, he just kind of turns around and walks off. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like, that's not Michael Myers. Like, if this Freddy guy was yelling at him, Mike would just kill him. Oh, yeah. 
like you probably stand it like look at him for a little bit and then just like stab him in the chest <laughs> but i don't know this movie tries to take itself too seriously i think if it played it more up for laughs i'd probably enjoy it more but it tries to be too serious it doesn't like embrace uh the comical characters you know like freddy and i just can't get over the fact that they wanted to kill michael myers off with buster rhymes doing kung fu like who came up with that idea was that buster rhymes's idea i like, i'm gonna do kung fu like they're like okay <laughs> that's what i envisioned that was his idea it had to be because like who could write that i'm gonna sit down and write a movie and like how are we gonna kill off michael myers well i thought buster rhymes's character do kung fu like <laughs> how high did you have to be when he wrote that <laughs> So it had to be Buster's idea, but I mean, long story short, this movie it sucks. It's one of the it's probably the lowest point in the series. Um, not to really show my cards, I'm giving myself a little wiggle room. Um, but I'm giving this movie a one, a one out of five. Okay. And you know, just in case, I might have to go back because it's been a little while since I've I've watched uh, the Rob Zombie ones. Okay. Uh, I watched the first Rob Zombie one probably a couple of years ago, but it's been a really long time since I watched the second Rob Zombie one. And I that I know that both of those are polarizing, especially the second one. So just in case it's I find it worse, I can rate it lower. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? Um, so I felt like this is you got a little bit with the last one, but this uh this one Halloween resurrection really went full fledged into what I am familiar with for horror movies, you know, like the focus on the te- uh, the young kids and they're all attractive and, you know, there's the, the romance part of it and the two that like start their fling or whatever it is. And then uh, they, I mean, there have been elements to all of it with uh, you know, uh risque nudity and things like that but this one really kind of comes into uh i don't i wouldn't say contemporary but you know i mean like this was when i I was still in high school or no i was not i shouldn't say still in high school but i was in just starting high school when this came out Mm -hmm. and so this is this is the genre i remember when i started watching horror movies and it just like i don't know i don't know if i should say cliche um but I, it, it's lo- it's losing the feeling of classic horror, like classic, well thought out horror. As I said, I mean, going way back, the first one was fantastic. You know, they focused on the character of Michael Myers. They really created a solid element. He was the same throughout the movie. The cast was great. I, I felt like everything was thought out. Things had purpose and it was done well. Mm-hmm. Here we are, um, you know, the eighth movie, the eighth Halloween movie. And it's just, you know, 
eventually they're just coming up with things to do. So it, it was disappointing. It was a bummer. As I said, they had some things going for it, but then they also just like went way all over the place. Yeah. Um, they could have had some things that worked, but it, none of it just really did. Uh, the biggest thing to go back to, as you've said too, is just like, there was no one you got attached to, uh, no one that you cared about. I, I mean, heck, we didn't even talk about the, the kid who was helping on the computer. Yeah. Um, cause that's part the of the, dude, one of the dudes that was in, um, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about his role really, yeah. uh, in this one, but yeah, that's the thing with, um, you know, Sarah's character. That's part of the reason why she was the main, I felt like she was quote unquote the main character because they emphasize her so much, but yeah, just uh, blah, you know, uh, no, I have nothing more good to say about it. We've already talked about a lot of it that just was not working. Um, I mean, it, as a movie, it's watchable and can be entertaining. Uh, there have been other movies where it's just been boring and not good. So I'm actually going to go with a 1.5. Mm. Um, so definitely not in the good range. Because uh, I feel like you have to be at 2.5 to be, you know, at the halfway mark to be in any uh, association with being good at all. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was that bad. And since we've still got several movies to go and everything, I recognize that there might be things lower than this. This is the lowest rating that I've done so far. Also, to point out, that's the same for you, too. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. <laughs> yep. Um, I guess I just saw this quote from a critic that really made me laugh. Um, so Lou Luminick from New York post said Halloween resurrection is so devoid of joy and energy that it makes even Jason X look positively Shakespearean in comparison. <laughs> I'll say I'll say that as much as I dislike Jason X, it's more entertaining than this movie. Yeah. Because Jason X didn't take itself serious. Like this movie took itself way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next time we'll be talking about the first remake. And that is Halloween, directed by Rob Zombie. So until then, as always, be kind and rewind.